Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. Welcome to episode number 50. I'm so excited to celebrate this milestone of the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast with a very special interview. I really admire the style, craftsmanship, and originality of this luxury dog brand, and I'm so excited to learn more about it from the founder. We're talking about forming major partnerships with brands and influencers, her commitment to quality, and how her dog inspires the business. Make sure you listen until the end for the most heartwarming advice about running your business. 50 episodes. Wow. Let's dive in. Holly Simpson is founder of Teddy Maximus, a beautiful dog accessories brand that's all about fun, luxury, British style, and official pet partner to the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in England. Inspired by her dachshund Teddy, a long-haired cream miniature, Holly created the brand which champions British craftsmanship with each piece designed to be treasured. From personalized neckerchiefs to dog beds, bow ties, and everything in between. Her dog carriers are adored by press and influencers across the globe, with features in Vogue, Condé Nast Traveler, and the Sunday Times style, just to name a few. She loves spending time in London exploring dog-friendly cafes and parks with Teddy by her side all the time. Hi, Holly. Hey. Oh, thank you for the lovely intro. It's so exciting to be here with you. Thanks for having us. Of course. I'm so excited to talk to you because I've been admiring your brand and your products for quite some time. I've seen them on a lot of blogs. Um, So I'm excited to kind of hear the story because... Uh, I just learned that you actually haven't been doing this for all that long. Um, so tell us how how you got started. What inspired you to start Teddy Maximus? Oh, thank you. Yeah, so um, I launched Teddy Maximus in 2015. And as you say, it was inspired by my dash and Teddy. He's a very cheeky but lovable dog. He's adorable. Um, and as a brand, we're all about fun, luxury, British style. And really what sets us apart is our focus on you and your dog. Um, And that's why we love your site and your blog actually so much. We're all about you and your dog. Um, So you'll really find beautiful, you know, dog leads, dog carriers, stylish pre-bag holders and, and everything in between. But then that also fits alongside things for you too, like beautifully made purses, tote bags and saddle bags. So it's really designed to complement all of the lovely dog things. Yeah, I love that you have some items, like you mentioned, the handbags and things that um, are just perfect for dog lovers, but it doesn't have like, doesn't scream dog. It's more of like a subtle, stylish thing that dog moms can appreciate. Oh, thank you. I'm really glad you think so. Yeah. And and that's really what we wanted to do. We wanted to create a really classy brand, 
that had those kind of lovely design features that dog lovers or dog owners adore, like our little teddy dog motif, which is in gold, which you'll find embossed across um, many of our products. Um, but like you say, not kind of, it doesn't kind of shout out. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, it's all about being classy. And, and those bags that you mentioned, they're all made in a gorgeous leatherworks in London. So, um, you know, we're really, really proud to champion that British craftsmanship element to, to everything that we do. Well, so I would imagine that um, probably most of the people who are listening to this are American. <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I don't really know, but I'm guessing. Um, so tell us a little bit about British craftsmanship. I think, you know, we all know Burberry and Hunter and other brands like that that are sort of classically British. So what exactly does, does that kind of craftsmanship mean to you and how do you incorporate it into your brand? Sure. Yeah, that's a really, really good question. And, and you've mentioned some gorgeous British brands there. Um, and I think at the heart of British craftsmanship and what that means to us is that everything is made in the UK by top craft people who therefore put a lot of love and detail into each piece. So our Leathersmith Mo literally makes every lead and collar from start to finish. You know, we don't make one piece and then send it to a factory abroad for it to be completed. We do that making process from start to finish. And not only do we work with UK makers, we also work with some amazing British suppliers. So, for example, on our leads and our collars, we often use solid brass, and that actually comes from one of the last foundries in England. And they hold the Royal Warren, so that means that they apply brass to the queen's horses which we think is absolutely awesome um and our leather carrier straps the hand cut and the london leatherworks um and, and that's just kind of a few examples so ultimately means we're creating something that is all about a labor of love and we're also supporting other small businesses as well which we love doing yeah and i think that's something that sort of ties into dog moms at least all the dog moms that i know love to support other people like us and, and small businesses and things like that. So I'm sure that people really support what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, we have been so, so lucky to have so much support um, since we launched. And, you know, people who we've met along the way have become lifelong friends of ours. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the, the dog world is a very friendly world. You know, people are very collaborative, which we absolutely love. Um, and therefore, you know, people who bought from us have seen the quality of the products and their products have lasted them and they're still going. So that means they come back because... They, they love that quality element. They love the craftsmanship element. Um, and then, therefore, they, they're seeing us grow on that journey as, as they buy more products, as we launch new collections, which, which is really, really lovely. Yeah. So speaking of partnerships uh, and collaborations, I want to hear everything about uh, your partnership with the Mandarin Oriental Hotel because that is just sort of a luxury brand that's known around the world. Uh, and how, how did you come up with this idea did they approach you and what what exactly does it mean to be their pet partner oh thank you yeah this was so exciting when I was contacted by them um um a while back now you know I just got that email and I just thought oh that is so exciting um we met and we both agreed that the brand would be a wonderful fit. You know, we're all about luxury bespoke experiences and sourcing the best materials for quality and for style. And as we know, the Mandarin Oriental, for me, epitomizes quality, style, luxury, that real kind of bespoke, personalized experience. Um, 
and so we sat down and we looked through um, what could work nicely and fit with their beautiful interiors because um, the, the hotel that we've partnered with in their, their hotel in Hyde Park um, um, has been undergoing a refurbishment um, and so our San Shetland collection seemed to work really really beautifully in their rooms which are absolutely stunning um, so so yeah Teddy had great fun modeling for their website <laughs> um, it was so so much fun <laughs> um, and so when you check in with your dog to the Mansion Oriental, um, your dog can now enjoy um, a package so they can enjoy the Teddy Maximus bed um, and Teddy Maximus accessories. Um, you get a neckerchief to take away with you. Um, and if you book a suite, then you also get to um, take home a beautiful luxury Shetland wool leather lead. So it's a really beautiful package. And they'll actually be reopening um their rooms around springtime um in 2019 this year um so i'm sure they'll have more information on that um as soon as the rooms reopen um but one thing that we were really really excited about actually is that um we've had some wonderful feedback um from the guests when they stayed with their dogs and actually robbie williams um yes stayed yeah so um they stayed with their dog poopette um, and so that was fantastic to um, see their little dog enjoying a Teddy Maximus bed during their stay there last year. This is so exciting. So your brand, you only had it for, what, a year or two when the Mandarin Oriental approached you? Probably around two, I would say about two years. Yeah, two years, two and a half years. That's probably. just yeah. so exciting. You must have been over the moon when they reached out. Oh, thank you. We were absolutely delighted. And, and I think, you know, for them, they could see the quality of what we were doing. Um, they loved the Made in Britain element, the fact that we're real champions of British craftsmanship. And I think, yeah, we just agreed that we'd be a really good fit. And so I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to be partnering with them. So, so just like a, a year or two into your brand, you already had such a beautiful aesthetic and, and beautiful products that looked like they'd been around for a lifetime, you know, in, in a really great way, just um, very high quality. So I'm curious, did you spend a lot of time thinking about this and working on it before you officially launched? That's it. Yeah. So for me, what was really, really important is obviously that British craftsmanship element. So I spent a lot of time looking at materials, sourcing the right fabrics, um, and obviously Teddy, my dashing, is, is definitely a man of distinction. So he road tested everything before we launched. So if it doesn't pass its part of approval, then you won't see it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we spent a lot of time road testing, trying things out um, and getting feedback. Um, and, and that remains really, really important now. You know, it's, it's great getting feedback from people. And we've specifically, you know, created new things because people have come to us and asked for them. So I think that um, what's so inspiring about small businesses like yours is to hear about your successes, but I also like to hear about what you learned from. So do you mm -hmm. mind sharing anything from the early days that Teddy did not approve of that you had to sort of reconfigure? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I think when you've got a dog, you know, you have to, you kind of have to work with them. Yes. <laughs> um, that's that's not of course you have to work with them but um you know work with them in terms of photo shoots i'm talking about now so if, if you're kind of asking what doesn't work well a dog can be unpredictable on a photo shoot <laughs> so that's a really good example actually of something that you kind of have to 
kind of figure out or reconfigure as you go. <laughs> so ensuring kind of a dog is happy on a photo shoot is like number one important um, and giving them downtime. Um, and if they don't want to pose, um, or it's just not their day, they wake up in a funny mood, <laughs> then you kind of almost just have to write it off and kind of start again the next day. Um, so that's a really good example. Um, but if we're talking about um, product as well, um, that's kind of, you know, at, at the start, it was the sizing, you know, getting the sizing right, um, mm -hmm. trying our coats on um, dogs and making sure that we had a really good range of sizes. Um, um, because, you know, we do everything from an extra, extra small coat, for example, which would fit a chihuahua all the way up to our 18 inch coat, which would fit like um like a spaniel. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've got our, um, our tiny collars, for example, again, that would be like a chihuahua size all the way up to our large size collar, which would be like a golden retriever, a Labrador. Um, so, you know, those that that that's really, really important. So that's probably the best example I have of kind of trying things out and kind of adjusting them so that there's something for everyone. Yeah. And I think especially with dog um, apparel, so coats and shirts and things like that, the sizing is so difficult because each breed is, um, you know, kind of shaped a little bit differently. And every everyone that I talk to who has different breeds, um, you know, ha they know the characteristics. Like this one's shoulders are broad and this one's got a deep chest and they're all so different. That's it. And um, that's one of the reasons why we created um, a, a wax coat for a miniature Dachshund um, because obviously I realized that um, <laughs> they, they've got a very long body. Right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we recently had, when, when we were in LA, we met some Frenchies and mm -hmm. um, we were able to do a shoot with the, with the Frenchie wearing a harness. So yes, and it was great to see, you know, how well that harness um, fitted a Frenchie. Yeah, right, because they have a very and different was, body shape too. Yeah, and that was Vera and Winston from Where's a Frenchie, which is one of the blogs that we love. Yes, um, we love them yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you meet influencers like that, and and how do you um, approach working together with them? Sure. So, um, I would say Instagram, as you know, it's just such a wonderful place. It's you know we have met lifelong friends through Instagram, um, you know, and, and actually in London, we've got a very kind of social scene when it comes to the dog world. So it know, seems like there's of... just so many dog friendly places in London, like every, every bar and cafe and every place you can take your dog. So um, it's kind of designed perfectly for that. That's it. Yeah, definitely. It, there are some wonderful places. There's some great parks, you know, Hyde Park, which is obviously mm -hmm. right next to the Mandarin Oriental. Um, but out, just outside of London, we've got some amazing parks as well, like Richmond Park. Um, but there are some really, really cool places to brunch with your dog. You know, it's, it's, it's brilliant, actually. We're really, really lucky. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt the interview, but I would love to see what you're doing while you catch up with the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player or snap a selfie with your earbuds in. Bonus points if it's on a dog walk and share it to your Instagram stories tagging me at tmystic. I'll keep an eye out for mentions and I would love to give you a shout out from my own account. 
Okay, now back to the episode. So, okay, so when you're reaching out to people on Instagram, you know, you've partnered with lots of different bloggers and influencers. How do you, um, how do you arrange those kind of partnerships with them? Are there expectations of, of what they have to post? Or do you just kind of leave it up to them? Sure. So we're really fortunate to be approached by, you know, many people, which I guess is a real testament to the brand. And it, and it's very flattering. And we, you know, we very much work with people who have been our, our lifelong customers, people who love the brand, people have always followed us and supported us. And so, you know, for us, it's ensuring that genuine, that genuine fit, you know, that genuine love for the brand. Awesome. So I have a quick question. How did you come up with the name Teddy Maximus? Oh, yeah, another great question. So when we got Teddy, my dashend, um, well, obviously Teddy Maximus is is named after my dashend Teddy, but the name itself, we kind of, me and my partner had like a, a brainstorming session and we were like, you know, we were kept chatting it over and we were like, he definitely looks like a teddy bear. We love the name Teddy. He's very cuddly, very furry, um, as you'll have seen. But then we also love the name Maximus. And we were like, yeah, I really like the name Maximus. And you've got the whole Maximus thing of like from the Gladiators movie. Mm-hmm. And because he's such a strong personality, we were like, yes, that's a really good name for his personality. So I was like, well, why don't we put them together? Teddy Maximus. So it's kind of like the Teddy cuddly bit and the Maximus, which is like the stronger bit. So it just kind of suits him down to the ground. <laughs> oh, so that, that is his full name or that's just the that's name of the brand? That's his full name. Oh, that's okay. Full name and the name of the brand. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize he that's had a it. middle name. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> he's, he's, he's definitely a bit of a diva. So he needs a, he needs a, he needs a long name. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, tell us more about Teddy. Um, What are some of your favorite things to do together? Oh, that's a nice question. Yeah. So Teddy and I love going out in London and meeting friends. um, And that's actually kind of where our carriers came from, um, our dog carriers, because we love going to cafes, we love sitting in restaurants, um, and doing work there or watching the world go by. So um, really before I launched the brand I was like yeah I really need something that kind of doubles as a travel bed but allows us to travel on transport um, I don't know if you've ever been on the London tube if it's anything like the metro or anything um, like like I've been on um, in New York um, it's it's really busy and um, you need to carry your dog to make sure the little paws don't get trodden on right it's um, very busy but and it's also very dirty I wouldn't want my dog <laughs> to be down under the seat or anything oh totally it's so right and goodness knows what they what kind of food that they would find and snap up and you never know how much food is on the street until you walk a labrador (laughs) yes you are so right you are so right so um so yeah so we love going out and about and so that's how our carriers came about because teddy loves just a a little happy place to curl up and travel in so he knows he's always safe in there and we've heard some amazing stories of of kind of the carers enabling dogs to go out and you know older dogs who love being outside mm-hmm. but don't necessarily they can't necessarily manage a whole walk anymore so yeah so that came from our love of kind of going to cafes and meeting friends and going to the london park we absolutely love doing that and um there's a great um 
department store that I always recommend to people visiting London called Liberties. Um, Liberty of London, it's a beautiful, beautiful old department store. It's got like Tudor style beams. It's it's just absolutely stunning. And Liberty is really famous for anyone kind of listening who, who hasn't heard of Liberty before for their beautiful floral um and we actually do a collection with Liberty Floral Prints actually in Teddy Maximus and they are dog friendly so we love going there with Teddy and his carrier and he gets a lot of attention when he goes there. (laughs) I bet he does. I love anything that enables people to do more things with their dogs because um, you know a a lot of people comment on my things oh I wish I could take my dogs as many places as you do and you can you just have to kind of be prepared. Yeah that's it and so um, I was speaking to Kim, a city dog expert, um, recently, and we were saying also, you know, it, it's great how many places are dog-friendly and becoming dog-friendly, and as owners, we need to really respect that and help the next person coming along with a dog. So making sure that you're fully prepared to kind of look after your dog and kind of make sure that they're happy whilst they're there. So you're kind of minimizing the disruption to perhaps someone who is not so dog friendly or isn't a dog owner. <laughs> right. Well, because it could open their eyes and, and change their opinion to say, maybe it's not totally. so bad to have dogs here because yeah, they don't exactly. bother anyone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, totally. So what what does make your carrier so special? What I mean, obviously, it's it's handmade and has a lot of love put into it. Are there any sort of special details um, that make the carrier so appealing to so many people? Yeah, definitely. So it doubles as a travel bed. So it's made to unzip all the way. So you can open it out and you can pop a blanket in and they can snuggle up. Um, It's got a nice trigger hook inside, um, which you can make shorter by putting like a little knot through it. um, If if you want to use that um, for your dog's safety um, and a little pocket inside on all our our carriers with the leather straps. Um, And then we've recently launched a carrier which is vegan friendly. And again, that came from feedback from um, um, some of the people who currently buy from our brand and love the brand who have maybe recently become vegan or maybe they're friends that are vegan and want to buy the brand. And so recently we've um, created a new range um, with that is like fully vegan friendly. Um, so we're really excited about those carriers. That's so smart. Uh, years ago, I used to work for um, one of the neighborhood chambers of commerce and, mm. and we did a burger cook-off and tickets benefited the local animal rescue. But then a lot of the people from the rescue, they would buy tickets to, so the money would go to them, but then they didn't want to eat any burgers because they were all vegan and vegetarian. (laughs) So, so I, you know, having vegan products really appeals to pet lovers. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's, it's nice to have um, a choice, isn't it? So people can choose what they like. Um, and, and what they want to buy. And so that vegan range was all about giving people that choice. I love it. So, okay, so your carrier has been featured in, and, and other products, I guess, as well, has been featured mm. in fabulous magazines like Vogue and Condé Nast Traveler and um, the Sunday Times and things like that. Do you have any advice for people who are trying to get featured in publications like that? Yeah. Definitely. Um, I would say the first thing is to ensure your brand is really different and offers the journalist something new and exciting to talk about. You know, um, from my experience, I know that journalists are sent so many things every day and they're sent so many press releases. So think about how your press release can stand for something new and invest in time in building relationships with your industry. 
Um, so actually, that's a few things. So yeah, <laughs> ensuring your brand is different, <laughs> making sure that you stand out, making sure your press release is standing for something new. Um, and then the last one will be investing in building relationships within your industry. Um, and, and lastly, also, I would say look for seasonal trends that you can tap into. Mm-hmm. And perhaps as you grow and have the budget, you know, consider working, working with a PR agency or an expert who, you know, who is very adept at building those networks and, and can coach you in that too. Right. I think investing in someone who does that for a living, they, they already have so many wonderful relationships. And you're right. It, it's all about relationships and, and um, having those kind of personal connections. Definitely. Yeah, totally agree with that. So when you when you first started kind of approaching this kind of coverage, would you would you just send out press releases and and phone calls and emails and things like that? Or would you actually send them free products to look at? Sure. Very good question. So um, I'm obviously lucky that I have a background in PR um, and communication. So that experience has definitely helped. Um, And now as we grow, I'm very, very lucky to be working alongside um, a wonderful team with a PR agency based in London. Um, So I would say in terms of how to target the people that that you want to speak to, um, I would first try and reach out to them on social media for example or find a contact um you could send them some product but i would say because they are um sent so much all the time and obviously you only have a finite budget you really want to find out what what they would like first and whether they would like it so ideally I would say rather than just kind of randomly sending out you know you want that person to feel special and the fact that you've really thought about it so yes Mm -hmm. that's that's how I would approach it that's a wonderful idea sort of asking for special requests because it would make them feel very special that's it yeah yeah wonderful okay so um Last question here. Do you have any favorite apps or resources that you use to keep your business running? Because I know it's growing very quickly, so there's a lot to keep up with. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, I would say we love things that inspire us, inspire us and, you know, keep us up to date with the latest trends and news. Um, we make sure we're up to date with all the latest news on Instagram stories and Twitter. Um, and we love sharing what we're getting up to as well as, as, well as watching others, obviously. We love dog-related blogs like City Dog X, Amelia the Cav on Instagram, Where's the Frenchie, Miss Darcy Adventures, Spanning Life. Um, I mentioned just a few, but there are some other really great ones um, out there. And then on the other side, for day-to-day business such as accounting, which is never fun for me. No, it's <laughs> my least my least favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything that can save me time here is a godsend. So. Um, I use QuickBooks, which is great um, because it just helps you streamline everything and put everything in one place. I think, you know, the other tip that I would say is, you know, be as organized as possible from day one because um, it can very quickly spiral out of control. So, yeah, putting those kind of um, processes in place, um, although it might be painful to start with, it really helps. And then the last one and the most important thing is family family is a great resource don't underestimate that when you are starting out you need your cheerleaders you know I'm very very lucky to have a very supportive network of family and friends and I just couldn't do this without their help Um, especially mum and dad 
who have been with me on this journey from the start. You know, dad packing his car up and going to trade shows and mom who does all the personalization in the business. Um, so, you know, they are your cheerleaders. They're your supporters. And, and also don't take them for granted. Remember to say thank you. Remember to celebrate those small wins and the big wins. That was just the best answer, Holly. <laughs> That was the greatest answer anyone has ever told. I'm like tearing up just thinking about, you know, the the support that you have. And um, and I think everyone does need to um, to rely on their family. And it's, it's okay to ask for help, um, but be really appreciative and, and tell them how much you appreciate them. That's just so wonderful. I love it. Totally. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, that 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 response really came from the heart. And I would say to everyone, you know, they are a great resource. Don't take them for granted. But also, you know, um, don't underestimate how much help they want to give as well. Right. Yeah, they, they do. They want you to succeed. That's it. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. Well, Holly, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I can't wait to follow what you're doing next. So tell everyone where they can find you online. Oh, thank you. So, um, Please, please come and follow us. We love um, meeting new people um, and telling you our story and hearing yours. So Instagram is Teddy underscore Maximus. Twitter is at Teddy Maximus. And Facebook is at Teddy Maximus UK. And our website is TeddyMaximus.com. And if you sign up to our newsletter, you get £10 off your first order over 75. And £10 is about maybe $15 maybe depending on what the conversion rate is like I'm doing kind of very quick math <laughs> in my head um but you know we would just love love to see you on any of our channels so look forward to seeing you there and you ship internationally right we do yeah we ship internationally and we actually subsidize the cost of postage by up to 50 percent so uh, awesome. it's, it's probably not as expensive as you would think okay well <laughs> I'm gonna go over and order some collars <laughs> Aww, thank you thank so much you. for being on the show no, thank you. Thank you so, so much for, for having us. Absolutely delighted. And we are your 50th podcast, I understand. So yes. This, is, this was you. episode number 50. So I'm excited Yay. to be able to celebrate that milestone with you. Wonderful. Well, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.